Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Ah, ah, don't touch that dial. There's excitement galore coming up in the next hour when you'll hear Mildred, the mask mother, say to her son, Go to sleep, my baby. Ah, uh, mommy. Yes, Benton. I think I could sleep if you'd stop for a while. During another exciting episode of Chicken Man. He's everywhere, he's everywhere. The most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to save the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on October 10th, 1951. Now, George, what is that secret word? The secret word tonight is street. S-T-R-E-E-T. Really? You bet your life! The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present the best of Groucho. Yes, friends, it's a Groucho summertime. By popular demand from your letters, from rating histories, and the acclaim of critics, the DeSoto Plymouth dealers bring you selected shows from You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. Groucho Marx is on vacation, friends, and will return in the fall. Until then... It's fun and laughs each week this summer as we proudly present some of the best of Groucho's past shows. And here he is, the one, the only... Groucho! Why doesn't he give up? Oh, that's me! Well, here I am again with $1,500 for one of our couples tonight. The word tonight is uh, street. Dave Street, I guess. <laughs> uh, jo- Never mind that hollow laughter, Fenneman. <laughs> George Fenneman, who's supposed to try for the big money? What dignity we have here, huh? George Fenneman. Well, we asked if there were Do you any... mind if I call you Mr. Fenneman? No, that's perfectly all right. Okay. What uh, about plain George? I like that, too. Isn't that a kind of a... Musicians use that now? They say, George. Boy, that's George. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't in, know. In the... uh... Why do you stand there and give me answers like that if you don't know what's going on? Well, I can say I'll get no knowledge here tonight. Ready? Yes. Okay. I may, you know my attorney is out front tonight. I may take the whole thing up with him later. Uh, we he may slap a writ of runch and quanchum on you. <laughs> we asked if there were any young single people present tonight who'd like to get married someday if they found the right partner. Just before we went on the air, we selected Miss Isola Mitchell and Mr. Park Bryan. You're making that up? There's nobody named Isola. You just made You're going to meet her in just a second. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Well, land sakes, yes, yes, there is, I guess. Well, welcome, kids, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. 
Well, let's see, you two would uh, like to get married, is that right, if you found the right partner? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll see what I can do about it. Miss uh, Mitchell, is that right? Yeah. Uh, Isola Mitchell? Isn't Isola something you use when you want to fry uh, <laughs> potatoes or something? Yeah? I hope not. <laughs> no. You don't think you could fry potatoes with that red hair and everything, huh? I think no. you could. You look like a pretty hot dish to me, uh, Miss Mitchell. <laughs> what is uh, the derivative of Isola? That's a kind of a curious name, isn't it? Yeah. What is uh, it? Uh... Indian. Oh, you're an Indian? <laughs> a little bit. Oh. Mr. Bryan, that, that's you? Yes, sir. Not William Jennings, huh? Descendant. Are you a descendant? Yes. Oh, well, you can get buried any place, sir. <laughs> what is your hometown, uh, Park Bryan? Huh? In Kansas City, Missouri. How, how old are you, uh... Park. 23. 23. Uh, would you like to go around the park once, uh, Azola? <laughs> how, how old are you, Azola? 19. Nine, well, you don't have to tell me exactly, you know, just give me an idea. <laughs> Do you have any particular reason, uh, reason for wanting to get married, Miss Mitchell? Well, it's easier. It's easier life. It's you... easier than what? <laughs> working. <laughs> easier than working? Mm-hmm. Are you laboring under the delusion that once you're married, you, your labors will cease? <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> but you prefer that kind of work? Uh, yeah. Hanging over the back fence and talking it over the neighbors? Huh? <laughs> well, I guess that's better than being pursued by the boss, although I'm not sure <laughs> of that. Huh? <laughs> Have you ever been pursued by the boss? No. You haven't? Well, you will before the evening is over. Huh? <laughs> I happen to be the boss around here. What is it? <laughs> uh, Bryant uh, Park, uh, what is your excuse for toying with disaster? I assume you want to get married, too, huh? Well, I think I'd find it cheaper than dating. Then I'd like to carry on a family strain. Oh, well, you'll find that's quite a strain. <laughs> in, in other words, you, you think you're, you're ripe for marriage, is that so? I hope so, sir. What sort of man are you looking for, um, uh, Isola? You're not interested in the good-looking <laughs> debonair type, are you? Oh, yes. <laughs> And why have you been ignoring me? Uh, <laughs> apparently, your philosophy is why take stale bread when there's cake around? You, right? <laughs> Let's find out something about you two, uh, Park. What sort of work do you do? Oh, I'm a male model. You're a model? Oh, come now. Models are girls, aren't they? Well, men model too. We have shirt ads and um, overcoats and such things that are necessary to display for the public. And probably the only ones you've noticed are girls. <laughs> Why did you have to uh, put the word probably in there? <laughs> what is the percentage of men models to uh, female models? I like to have certain figures at my fingertips. You know. I'd say about 25 women to every man model. But do you think I could be a model? Possibly. Pretty guarded answer, isn't it? <laughs> what kind of a model do you think I could be? Well, there's the leading man. Well, that sounds like my type. What are the specifications are necessary for that? Well, he wears a 38 to 40 coat, about a 15 and a half inch collar, a 33 inch sleeve. All right, now let's say I'm a leading man. Now, what are other classes are there? More and more in my line. There's a man of distinction. <laughs> I'd be interested in hearing you describe a man of distinction. I mean, standing up. 
a man that uh, might go 18 holes of golf and then sip a mint julep. I suppose that might describe him. Well, you're getting close, but I'm more the type who sips 18 mint juleps after one hole of golf. <laughs> well, what is there left for me that I could model? Uh, an ironing board? The old fisherman type. I... <laughs> Could you let me have that again, please? <laughs> well, the old fisherman type of model. The old fisherman type. Uh, you mean I'd, I'd have to pose as a can of salmon? <laughs> going upstream? Not what, exactly. what is the old fisherman type? Uh, one that might have a weather-beaten face and a salty look about him. <laughs> I can't picture anybody who'd look like that. Uh, can you? Can you, Isola? Isola. <laughs> Don't leave me sitting here high and dry. Well, that's the story of my life. I start out yearning to be a leading man, and I wind up as an old fish. <laughs> Are you showing any interest in, in Park? Oh, yes, he's a nice boy. Would you like a date so you could learn more about him? That sounds... might be fun. I'm sure it will. I'll meet you right after the show, and we can... <laughs> We'll go to some quiet spot and we'll discuss it, right? We can even go fishing. I'm the old fisherman type. You know. <laughs> Tell me, have you ever kissed a mackerel? <laughs> well, I must say you make an enchanting couple, and I hope you're very happy together. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your life. You bet your life for a chance at the $1,500 question. But first, pay close attention to this. Remember the days when you had to get out and crank a car to get it started? Some work, wasn't it? Then along came the self-starter. It took all the work out of starting. And now DeSoto brings you another sensational development. Full power steering that takes the work out of steering. Think of it. DeSoto full power steering lets you turn the steering wheel with one finger. Whether your car is in motion or standing still. It's as easy as dialing a phone. Parking becomes a cinch. Driving is easier and safer and less tiring. DeSoto Full Power Steering is the greatest advance in driving ease and convenience since the self-starter. And your DeSoto Plymouth dealer wants you to try it by taking the five-mile trial. Take the five-mile trial and discover DeSoto Full Power Steering from behind the wheel of either the mighty DeSoto Fire Dome 8 with the 160-horsepower Fire Dome V8 engine or the DeSoto Powermaster 6. See your DeSoto Plymouth dealer tomorrow. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the low-priced car most like high-priced cars. Now, uh, let's see how well you work together as a team. Uh, George? Yes, sir. Would you mind explaining the rules to this uh, young, love-happy couple? All right. You uh, bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question later in the show. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected comic strip characters. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Fifteen. Fifteen. Sam Ketchum is the assistant of what famous comic strip detective? Dick Tracy. Dick, Dick Tracy is right. <laughs> You're off to a good start. You have $35. All right. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. How much of the $35 would you bet on this one? Well, we'll try 30 30 Dinty Moore has been supplying his friend with corned beef and cabbage for years. What is his friend's name? 
Jigs. Jigs is right. You now have $65. Here's your third question. How much are you going to bet now? 60 Little Beaver is the sidekick of what cowboy? <laughs> Red Rider. Red Rider is right. I knew you'd know that. <laughs> now you've climbed to $125. All right, here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the $125 are you going to try? 120 120 120 Wimpy is the hamburger-eating friend of what comic strip sailor? Popeye. Popeye is right. <laughs> Wind up with a total of two hundred and forty-five dollars. Thank Thanks and good luck from the Desoto Plymouth uh, we invited some men from Las Vegas to the program tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. Clemens Powell. <laughs> His partner is a young lady from our audience, Miss Susanna Stilts. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, folks, for the Desoto Plymouth Say the secret word and divide a hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you see every day. Just step right over there, Miss Stiltz. That's right. Miss Susanna Stiltz, uh, what kind of a name is that? Uh, German, I reckon. German, you reckon? Well, let's hear you reckon in German. I've never heard of it. Did you say Einstein Drive for you? No, nothing, no. huh? Well, uh, that's a German name. Uh, may I ask your age, uh, Susanna? 26. And uh, how tall are you, Miss Stiltz? Five feet. Five feet, huh? Mm-hmm. Only five feet tall. You're the shortest stilts I've ever seen. <laughs> I, are you married? No, sir. Why not? A cute-looking girl like you? Well, five foot all around? I don't know why you're not married. <laughs> Where are you from, Susanna? Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, huh? Mr. Powell. Clemens Powell, huh? That's yes, a pretty fancy name, uh, Clemens. Yes, Thank you. Where, where are you from originally? Odessa, Russia. Oh, that's not a Russian name, is it? Clemens Powell? No. You sound like a watering resort in Michigan. <laughs> now, uh, Mr. Fenneman says you're from Las Vegas, uh, Mr. Uh, Powell. What, what do you do there? I work at the Flamingo Hotel as a dice dealer, roulette, and blackjack. Oh, well, are you a double dealer or just a... <laughs> well, let me get this straight now. You're an expert at dice, roulette, and blackjack? That's right, sir. I see. If the dice and roulette don't work, you use a blackjack. Is that so? <laughs> <laughs> Susanna, is that the way they do it in Tennessee? Well, I don't know. I don't gamble. You don't? No wonder you're not married. <laughs> That's a very pretty name, Susanna. It's kind of an old, real southern name. You know, oh, Susanna, oh, don't you fly with me. I'll hear from ASCAP in the morning. What do you... What do your friends call you, Susie? Tootsie. <laughs> Well, I'm not crazy about Tootsie. I'll just call you Sea Biscuit, huh? I don't that and everything but insurance. Where do you work, Sue? At the Permaflex Corporation. Permaflex? Permaflux. Permaflux, huh? Just, just what is a Permaflux? Well, it's where they make uh, headsets and just transformers. I... Huh? Transformers. Oh, transformers. What, what is your job there, Susie? <laughs> uh, Tootsie? I put spaghetti on the transformers, you know. You put the spaghetti trans- on a transformer? Well, that's Is this happen. with cheese, or do you just do it plain? <laughs> no, it's rubber. Rubber spaghetti? <laughs> well, uh, come on, explain this. This sounds a little preposterous. Well, Nobody goes around putting rubber on spaghetti. The transformer's about that big and round, and it has four little wires. And you put the spaghetti on, 
two of them, and then you turn the top down. <laughs> you threw it. Did you pick this up all by yourself, uh, Susan? <laughs> I'm just coming to watch you sometime when you're really rolling. <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to see Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Do you plan to, to make a career of this job, uh, Toots? Well, I'd like to have something that I could think a little more. <laughs> Tell them my thinking, you know. <laughs> In other words, you'd Thanks. like a job where you can use your noodle instead of your spaghetti, is that <laughs> Well, it's certainly been fun and educational talking to you two. And Susanna, if you ever go to Las Vegas, don't make the mistake of asking for a southern fried flamingo because they don't serve it there at all. Now, here's some more advice. When you want service, take your car to the man who knows best, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And uh, now you're going to play your bet your life. Don't, don't go away, Susie, for a chance at the $1,500 question. This is kind of small potatoes for you, Mr. Powell, isn't it? Now, uh, all you got to do is run your $20 and more, and more than our other couples. Can't tell you how much uh, you have to win, but Mr. Fenneman is going to remind our listeners. The girl and the male model won $245. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected college teams. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you bet? 15. All right. What college team is known as the Indians? Uh, Stanford. That's pretty good for a Russian. <laughs> Off to a good start, you have $35. I'll bet there's very few people in Odessa who would be able to guess that answer. <laughs> All right, remember you're going for $1,500 tonight. Now, how much of the $35 will you bet this time? Mm, 30 What college team is known as the Bruins? UCLA. College. UCLA is right. You now have $65. 65 Now, how much will you bet this time? 65 We'll bet uh, 60 What college team is known as the Panthers? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is right. I'm going to We now have $125. That's a lot of money outside of Las Vegas. Now, here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the $125? Bet it all. Huh? All of it. Bet it all. All of it. What college team is known as the Wolverines? Michigan. Michigan is right. $250. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. We asked for volunteers with unusual occupations, and just before we went on the air, Mr. Tex Schultz was selected. His partner is a young housewife from the audience, Mrs. Julie Fisher. Folks, come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Uh, Mrs. Julie Fisher. Yes. And uh, Mr. Tex uh, Schultz. Yes, sir. Where are you from, Tex? Texas. Whereabouts? Sterling City. Sterling City. Where are you from, uh, Julie? From Istanbul. Istanbul? What part of Texas is that in? <laughs> oh, Istanbul is in Turkey. Really? They have turkeys down in Texas? <laughs> I don't know. We played a turkey all through Texas the whole season. <laughs> How, how'd you meet your husband, Julie? I met him in Turkey. You met him inside of a turkey? Were you the stuffing? Or... <laughs> no, I met him in Turkey. I had my bathing suit. And I was swimming in the hotel. You were swimming in the hotel? Yes. No, the hotel was near the sea, 
and I was swimming over there. Then all the travelers... You were swimming came. over the hotel? I don't understand. <laughs> I was... I had my bathing suit, and yeah. I was swimming near the hotel. And the where hotel, was your bathing suit? All my bathing suit. Well, you had it on, Yes, I had. So, here you were swimming around in your bathing suit, and what happened? Then all the travelers came to have their breakfast. He was... They were going... What is that? Travelers. Travelers? Yes. They were going to Pakistan. The plane stopped in Turkey, Istanbul. Then they had to come in the hotel to have their breakfast. I see. And they wanted to take our pictures. Some men... Take your pictures? Yes. Or you weren't alone? No, many girls we were. All Turkish girls we were swimming. Then they came... No men swimming, just girls? Oh, but the men walking daytime, you know. It was daytime, about 3 o'clock. Then, sure, the girl was swimming. And when they swim with bathing suit, they wanted to take... <laughs> oh, don't you get it like that? I can't... <laughs> <laughs> We don't seem to be making much progress with this story, eh? <laughs> well, there you are now. You were swimming around with a lot of girls, and all the men were working. It was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And this plane stopped at Istanbul, and they all got off and went in the hotel. What happened? Then they came down. They said, may I take your pictures? I said, okay, go ahead, take. And one came near me. He said, give me your address. I will send your pictures. I said, okay, I gave him. What do you mean? You carry a fountain pen for writing underwater for autographs? No. You didn't happen to have a, a fountain pen with you. He had his suit Oh, with he him. had a suit on, huh? Sure, he was not swimming. He just oh. was going over Pakistan. The plane stopped here. <laughs> sure. How far is Pakistan from the water where you were swimming? Oh, what is Istanbul, Pakistan is in Asia. Oh, I see. Then, afterwards, one week later, I got a letter from here, but not my pictures. He said, you my dream girl. I like you very much. I want to marry you. Oh, I was surprised. <laughs> I was not expecting these kind of things. I found my girlfriend. She knew how to speak English. I said, can you answer this letter? She said, okay. Then we answered. We sent. What did you write him? The answer, I said, dear Bob. His name is Bob. His... What was his first name? <laughs> his first name is... This wasn't Bebop, was it? <laughs> Bob, Bob Fisher. Oh, Bob Fisher. Fisher, huh? oh. yes. Then I answered him. Of course, after a Did month... Do you remember what you wrote him? I mean, the gist oh. of this? I don't mean precisely. I mean approximately. Oh, yes. What? I said, because he wrote me, you're very lovely looking, many things. Then I said, you're very handsome also. He was really handsome. He He's was. still handsome, yes. Tall, dark hair. Is he still standing by the water with a fountain pen? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in the water. No, <laughs> well, uh, what happened? Did you, uh, are you going to get married or what? Oh, yeah. He went to Pakistan. He wrote me about eight months. He certainly made a lot of trips to Pakistan. <laughs> This guy was a traveling fool, huh? <laughs> no, we sent him once. You are bringing back him. He's working in the North Africa with government. What doing? Construction building. Oh, I see. Airport. Oh, airport. Mm -hmm. And you say, where are you from, Tex? <laughs> Texas. Texas. 
Yeah, garrulous fellow, isn't he? Huh? <laughs> it's uncanny how I guess these things. What sort of work do you do, Tex? I'm a yo-yo demonstrator. <laughs> now, one story a, a night is enough of this sort, Tex. So what, actually, what do you do? You, you say you're a yo-yo demonstrator? What is a yo-yo? Well, uh, a yo-yo is a piece of maple wood turned into a cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> That's the yo-yo. Well, how does a yo-yo uh, operate? Well, you uh, tie the string on your middle finger and you turn your hand up and to the point of your shoulder and you throw it down. Okay, I've got the yo-yo down. Now, how do I, how do I get it back up again? <laughs> a little jerk and it comes up. What's that? I say a little jerk and it comes up. <laughs> well, it takes two to play this game, huh? <laughs> a big jerk and a little one. <laughs> Julie, let's talk uh, Takey a little more. I don't think I've ever heard Takey uh, spoken, Julie. You, would you mind saying a few words in Spanish? Turkish. Uh, well, Turkish. I mean. Okay, I can tell you. Of course I'll kiss you. Do you really want me to kiss you? Oh, I didn't say kiss me. You said No, I said America is a wonderful country. Oh, in that case, I'll kiss you in the name of Ethan Allen and the Green Mountain Boys of Fort Ticonderoga. <laughs> well, you make a lovely couple, and, I, and I've learned a lot about yo-yos and turkey, and that's what I'm going to have on Thanksgiving. <laughs> a stuffed yo-yo. <laughs> now you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,500 question. You run your $20 and more than the other couples. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners. The young lady and the man from Las Vegas won $250. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected state capitals. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Uh, Fifteen. Mm -hmm. What is the capital of Arizona? Phoenix. Phoenix is right. <laughs> You're on your way already. You have $35. You're going to kiss him if he wins all the money? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> would you kiss him anyway? If he won't win, no. <laughs> Maybe going for $1,500 tonight. How much of your 35 will you bet on your second question? 30. Mm-hmm. What is the capital of Arkansas? Little Rock. Little Rock is right. You're on your way. You have $65. Here's your third question. How much of the 65? 60. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. What is the capital of Georgia? Atlanta. Atlanta is right. Climbing, you have $125. Here's your last chance to be the other couples. How much will you bet? 120. 120. 120. 120. All right. What is the capital of New York? Albany. Albany is right. I give them a big hug. <laughs> you wind up with $245. And that means the young lady and the man from Las Vegas with $250 get the chance in just one moment at the DeSoto Plymouth. $1,500 question. He lives in your community. He serves your community. And he's a good man to do business with. That describes your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. So if you're interested in a new car, he'll gladly show you the mighty DeSoto Fire Dome 8 the famous DeSoto Powermaster 6, and the exciting Plymouth. 
if you're looking for a real value in used cars, he has makes and models to fit every pocketbook. And anytime you want reliable care for your present car, remember your DeSoto Plymouth dealer offers you the best service in town. Prompt, courteous, expert service at a price that's fair. So whatever your automotive needs, come in where you see the famous sign of better service, the friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Here's the young lady and the man from Las Vegas, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question, Groucho. All right, now here we go for $1,500. I give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. So think carefully and please no help from the audience. Here it is. Ready? The first American spelling book was written in 1784 by a Connecticut Yankee. He also was the originator of the spelling bee. What is his name? What's the answer you two have decided upon? Smith. No, I, I'm sorry. The correct answer is Noah Webster. So that means the big question next week will be worth $2,000. Well, you lost the big money, but uh, you won uh, how much in the quiz? $250 in the well, quiz. Well, that's not too bad. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this same time for the best of Groucho from the You Bet Your Life series. Don't miss the best of Groucho on television, too. Also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember, see the DeSoto Fire Dome 8... Tomorrow. Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Don't stick your neck out in traffic. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith, music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. Well, as you'll recall from our last three very exciting episodes, the wonderful white-winged warrior was sent out to conquer and crush the wicked witch of the West. However, Is this really necessary? However, as you'll also remember... You never review the good things. The winged warrior was turned into a big green lizard. I mean, it's embarrassing. Yes, a big green lizard. They heard you, they heard you. Well, it almost appeared that the great crime fighter was doomed forever to crawl about as this green thing until it was learned that the magic spell could be broken. Yes, that's 
right. The High Fernando Lombo Shangri-La. Hot Springs. Oh, I forgot Hot Springs. Anyway, he says the way to break the spell, according to the wise men of Shangri-La... Hot Springs. Hot Springs is to have an attractive blonde with an ankle bracelet in her left ankle kiss the green lizard three times. So it was that they all looked about for an attractive blonde wearing an ankle bracelet on her left ankle and happily discovered... Forget it. I'm not doing it. Miss Hoffinger, you must. There's no other way. All of mankind looks to you. Tell them they're looking the wrong way. You know what this means, Miss Hoffinger? It means I'm not kissing a big green lizard. This also means that I'm doomed forever to crawl about as a green thing. Well, I'm sorry about that, but I am not uh, kissing. Miss Helfinger. No. But I'm doomed forever to crawl about as a green thing. We're sorry, Wing Warrior. That's it, huh? That's it. Well, I guess I might as well shove off. Nothing more here for me. Is there anything we can do for you back in Midland City? No, I don't think so. Anything at all? Oh, yeah, there is one thing. What's that? I bought some Christmas presents for everybody, and you'll find them all wrapped up in my chicken cage. You can give them out. Okay. There's one for you, Adele. You too, Commissioner. And the big green package with the red bows for you, Miss Helfinger. Thank you, Wing Warrior. Oh, and Miss Helfinger, would you call the Midland City Theater and tell them to cancel my New Year's Eve tickets for the midnight movie? On second thought, why don't you use them, Miss Helfinger? Thank you. Oh, and Miss Helfinger, I don't think I've ever told you this before, but... Yes. I think you're one of the most attractive blondes with an ankle Oh, bracelet. for crying out loud, I'll do it, I'll do wow. it. Wow. Does this mean Chicken Man will not be doomed to crawl about as a green thing, but can go back to crawling as the thing that he was before? Be listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Wow, another show with some high scores. I really thought that the first team was going to be tough to beat. Season 5 is really starting off with a bang. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.